Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rustolium. Hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Hey, before we delve into things, I just want to tell you about our Liverpool streaming service. It is Redmen Plus. Get involved over there for extra Redmen shows in video form, in podcast form. You've got documentaries, features, interviews, and a hell of a lot more besides. If you join as a club legend, you get the Discord chat, you'll get free merchandise and a host of extra bonus perks. It's like Netflix for Liverpool fans. Get over there, get involved. Otherwise, let's face it, you're going to miss out on amazing Liverpool stuff in your life. Hello everyone. Hey, it's the Match Build-Up Show. We're back. It's been that long. I nearly forgot what the show was called, <laughs> to be perfectly honest. Um, I'm Paul Machen. I'm joined by Dan Club, by Sam Walker. Um, and we're going to be talking about Man City versus Liverpool League Cup pre-Christmas action, um, which has caught a lot of people cold, I've discovered. I've had so many... I, I was stopped in the Asda by someone. He was like, oh, looking forward to the game on Boxing Day. And I was like, we're playing on... Thursday night yeah. as well, you know. Oh God, are we? Like, I mean, like I've seen professional, ex-professional footballers get this wrong and all kinds of stuff. But yeah, Liverpool are in the League Cup into Manchester City just days after the World Cup has ended. This is the world we live in. Another mad season on top of another mad season on top of a mad season. Um, Sam Walker, how are you feeling about having the Reds back in your life? I'm not ready. <laughs> Honestly, we were saying before, weren't we? I think I was ready for the break and all guns blazing in the early rounds of the World Cup, but then obviously the news we've had with Diaz has just kind of thought, no, I'm not ready for this now. I, I need I need something positive to happen to go, yes, we're back, come on, but we're playing Man City at the Etihad. That's the hardest challenge you're going to get. So for that for that positive vibe to come, it's even more difficult. So yeah, I'm... I'm I'm not ready to get me heartbroken again. I, no, no, that's it. I, I'm, I'm quite chill about it. I must admit, my attention span for the World Cup evaporated the second Liverpool friendlies came back, which was mm. weird because you know there was some great games. I watched, I watched some of the final and the ending of it and all that kind of stuff. But I, I have been looking forward to the comeback. back. I have enjoyed the break. I have enjoyed being able to kind of like enjoy football with, that doesn't take an emotional toll. Yeah. However, Sam spot on. It's Man City. Like, honestly, like, could it, you know, if I could just flip this and Villa around, mm. you know, that would have been perfect, even though Villa's going to be its own challenge. Um, 
I've not really thought about the emotional stakes of this game. I'm still living in that like fugue state of like I'm quite ha- merrily happy that Liverpool are going to be back in my life. Yeah, I am. I'm in the same boat. I hadn't thought about heartbreak until Sam used that word. Then. <laughs> I wish he hadn't done it. Brought loads of memories flooding back to me about how many false dawns we had before the big break. You know, how many times do we sit here and go, "Oh yeah, we're back now. We've won a game," and then we weren't back. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a weird one because obviously it's, it's a weird time of year. Anyway, obviously we're all kind of waiting for Christmas. That's kind of crept up, and now all of a sudden the footy's back. Usually we're sort of in the midst of it the thickest yeah. part of the season now but it's strange to think we're going to be back and like Sam says probably the toughest challenge we could possibly have faced and not only is it really tough it's also made more difficult by the fact of the League Cup games obviously we're going to try and predict in the team later and that's yeah. so hard to do because who's back will Klopp go under strength because it's still the Cup it's it's a difficult one to sort of gauge where we're at yeah. uh, for me anyway that, no no absolutely and and we can't really know the psychology. I do wonder, Sam, and I post this on the podcast, but I'll, I'll, I'll ask you this as well. There's, a, there's mind games to be played here. And I think the Community Shield has a big mm. role to play in this. I think Pep, I, I don't know like he threw the Community Shield as such, because obviously Harlem was still in the team. They, had a, they put a good team out, they did. But they were undercooked. Yeah. for that. And Liverpool had, I think, geared themselves up to be ready for that game. And I think... What happened was it made actually left Man City being more ready for the season, whereas Liverpool probably damaged themselves a little bit to try and be ready too soon. And I don't know whether those mentalities flip now because Pep could really do with a win over us and Liverpool could really do with actually just winning Premier League games more than anything else. Yeah, I mean, dead interesting. And you, you said this in the summer about that. And this there's, there's a bit of similarities between this period and the summer. City don't have to go abroad. They've got that much dodgy money flowing through their system that they don't have to go we're abroad back. and earn yeah, money. We're back, baby. We're back. But they don't have to go abroad. They don't have to do these like Australia tours. I can't remember where did you go? Thailand or Singapore? Like yeah. they don't have to do that. They can just go. We'll just go and do our own little camp, and then when we're ready, we're ready. Which means they're primed for September, pretty much, isn't it? They usually they build in August. Whereas we are different. We have to go and do all that. Which means the charity shield for us was a bit more of a right. We need to get ready now, which is why we probably went in hard and we won that game. And just to add to that. Man City haven't beaten us in front of fans since that famous 2-1 loss where, where they won the league. Uh, it was the January 2019. That was the last time they beat us in front of fans. I think they might have beat us on penalties in the Community Shield, but at the end of full time, the last time they beat us in a game of football was January 2019 because they beat us in COVID 4-0 when we were champions mm. and then they beat us at Anfield in COVID when there was no fans in the stadium. So... This, this is quite a big game and a big opportunity. Their fans haven't seen them beat us for ages, so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that might also play into it. We've quietly had their number, yeah. I yes. think. you know, and, and the Etihad game last year was quite disappointing really for us you know I think it, it ended up ultimately it's a better it's a better point for them it's a far better point for them than yeah. it is that, that it is for us I think Liverpool took their learnings from that and applied it in the FA Cup City were on the back of a mental spell of games where they were absolutely running on fumes of course by that point mm-hmm. but then again in the Community Shield we got the, we got the, we got the balance right and as Sam says we had, we had a, a pretty good record against them mm-hmm. but I, I guess I, say, I think this all feeds into Pep Guardiola's mentality I just have this real sneaky inkling that he will he will almost go harder for this than I think he would prefer to because 
he's just a, he's a bit of a nutcase, isn't he? Yeah. And I think he gets lost in his own head a little bit too much on stuff. He certainly does that, and certainly when it comes to Liverpool as well, he's been guilty of that, and the Champions League for that matter, he's very guilty of that in that competition as well. I think I think he will go strong for this. I think the results Sam talks about sort of going back are important, but I think the results this season because they're obviously we're kind of underperforming this year, aren't we? But yet still we have these two sort of standout figures fixtures rather so you look we beat Man City twice that's what we can do and we want to do that again obviously but City I think moreover Guardiola he'll want the League Cup back like yes. he'll want the yes. trophy back further down the line he'll see that as a thing as well we're the holders of that so he'll see it as I'll knock the holders out and I'll go and win it again because whatever we say about him whenever we think of him as a manager he is an absolute sort of glutton for trophies like he yeah. just loves hoarding trophies and this is one that down the years he sort of prides himself in getting over the line in. So he'll want that ultimately as well. Yeah, no, I, I, absolutely that. And although, you know, again, it, the interesting thing would be like he's gone, actually, you know what, all along to the League Cup, just a waste of time. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be funny if you put a bunch of, a bunch of kids up. But that, again, just to Klopp's mentality on it, Sam, it, I, I don't think, I think our mentality has always been, we try to win every game of football that's in front of us. We got, Let's say lucky, we finally got a bit of good fortune in the domestic cup draws last year, really. By comparison to all the shit we've been through over the yeah. years. You know, you do you get a couple you get one or two and you go, Oh, this out and then you draw Chelsea in the fifth round of the FA Cup. And yeah. you're like, well, that could literally go either way. Mm-hmm. That's a bit of the shame about this, is that's that's one of these games. This could go either way. You you you're not disrespecting the, the League Cup. You know, it's just a case of sometimes you come up against a superior a, a, an opponent who's just as good at you, if not sometimes better. Mm-hmm. Um I but I wonder whether the winning of it last year and the FA Cup and seeing what that does, whether that has just impacted the mentality on it and thinking, we had a boss day there. Yeah. You know, it was it was great. The fans, I know so, I've seen so many Liverpool fans talking about that, about who got to go to those finals and got to go to the semis in the FA Cup and just really had a, well, had a much better time at Wembley than we had in some of the big European ties of recent. Yeah, it was. And, and, no, we were, we were there together in that <laughs> FA Cup game. It was amazing, wasn't it? Um, that was a massive moment for us last year winning that FA Cup. And I know it's not the League Cup, but it's all part and parcel of the journey, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I think for me, the, the mentality from Klopp will be, we've got a game on Boxing Day. And I think he'll be looking at that. The problem we've got with Man City is, I looked and oh, leads away. They're not playing on Boxing Day. They're playing on the 28th, yeah. is it? Mm-hmm. So, so like that, been shafted a little bit here. Like they put, they've put it on the Thursday because the World Cup's on, and they want to make sure as many superstars can play in that game for TV as possible. Had they been on the Tuesday or Wednesday, probably the Wednesday, it might have su- suited us a touch more. Mm-hmm. And having that extra day's rest, because I think Klopp will look at this. And although you're absolutely spot on, he might look at it and go, "Look, we beat Man City. Yeah, it's only ninety minutes and pens if need be. Mm. We can win this again, which would be great." But Boxing Day for him. That seven-point gap, albeit with the game in hand, is massive. And I think he'll happily throw Man City in the bin with no injuries to, to win maybe the two games over the Christmas period, just because of where we are. Same goes for Pep, though. He's five points behind Arsenal. He yeah. could be eight points behind Arsenal when he goes to that cauldron at uh, Ellen Road. Yeah. Ellen Road. Yeah. yeah. It's interesting. I, I, I just thought I'd check it because I, I, I didn't considered this too much but they played a, a friendly game on, on Saturday the 17th they played uh, Girona they beat mm-hmm. them 2-0 Kevin De Bruyne and Erling Haaland scored that team was quite interesting because I've not heard of half of the players who, who were in there but obviously Ortega's the, the backup goalie yeah, this year yeah. isn't he? Swedish goal they got, they got the back four was Lewis Charles Katongo and Sergio Gomez plays left back De Bruyne Gundogan uh, Cole Palmer who's back for them as well yeah. Riyad Mahrez Erling Haaland and then a guy called Rodgers so they had the group stage 
victims aren't they basically De Bruyne around Gundogan yeah yeah. and then into, again and then when you go to the bench I honestly I don't think there was a single name I recognised there in terms of senior players now, now they're they're without injuries at the moment so there's no one who's written off for them in terms of I mean even Calvin Phillips actually hasn't barely kicked the ball forward and been injured yeah. but pretty much all season yeah. has actually got to go away and do effectively a warm weather training camp with yeah. England doesn't yeah. he to get himself back in back in contention we I I they should be reasonably strong but it's what we don't know and I was asked this question earlier this week Dan is we've all said oh the World Cup oh, it's going to take it's going to take its toll on players mm. what we're also forgetting is that even if the lads went to the World Cup they've actually still played loads less minutes than they would have done if they'd stayed at home because they'd have been playing two games a week for the entirety of November and December yep. so the one the big question mark is City have had more players at the World Cup so therefore they've had less training time with Pep Guardiola yeah. mm-hmm. but they've been training and they've been keeping fit and they've been, you know and then they've been playing competitive minutes yeah. as well yeah. mm-hmm. so they should be able to come back in and be match sharp mm-hmm. which Liverpool will Liverpool should be more rested but will be less match sharp is the that's the balancing act here. Yeah, and that's probably the most worrying element of it as well because we've all known Liverpool down the years after a break sort of historically aren't exactly firing all cylinders. <laughs> when they get the got... flu on a warm weather training camp is normally <laughs> what happens yeah, to Yeah, we're quite the opposite normally, aren't we? And I think City being that little bit match sharper will be concerned. I think the last friendly we played, the AC Milan one, there were signs when we had sort of 11 strong players yeah, on the pitch yeah. that we were pretty much at it and I think that was a positive to take. But at the same time, yeah, the... The lack of players we had at the World Cup is an interesting one. I think they had 17 and we had seven, something like that. So there's a big yeah. disparity there. But like Sam sort of alludes to a moment, a lot of them players, or certainly a few of them, were knocked out in the early stages. Brazil probably earlier than anyone expected. So to get a couple of them back, the keeper being one, obviously. So it's an interesting one. It's an interesting balance. For me, I would rather be in their shoes in terms of that match sharpness and having the match readiness to go. You've been training warm weather, like you say, you've had some more games, whereas a lot of our players, and a lot of our players are also coming back from injuries. They haven't played competitive football for a while, some of these people, so you'd like a cater, Oxlade Chamberlain, etc. So, mm-hmm. as I know, it's not a great boat to be in. At the same time, so much of this comes down to the managers for me. Like, players available is one thing, who you choose to throw into battle is probably the biggest yeah. element. Yeah, no, and, and, and City should, I guess, it should be able to put out a, a pretty much their strongest team the question will be Liverpool oh, and we'll talk Liverpool's team in part two of course but you know Alisson won't be play, wouldn't have been playing this no. game anyway it's whether he chooses to throw out Edison in because again he's not yeah, so he has one, one game one game play one game and whether he trusts trusts Ortega who, who has played in that last friendly game and is a little bit more integrated with the with, with the sides yeah. that's the big that that is a big question, uh, question just to add to that though I think the Training in Qatar and training in Dubai is no climate difference at all. No, it's a mistake. The difference is with our lads is we've been training to our system with our manager, with our physios, with our load. These different international teams, as we've seen over the years, even with England, where you know the, the famous storage one where they messed him up, they're not in in sync with yeah. with clubs. Yeah, yeah. They don't have as good staff as clubs. The managers aren't as good as clubs. Mm. So. I'm not sure I'd rather be them in that. And also, we, we there's been you were saying there's not been as many games in um, that they've played being at the World Cup. Yeah. Give or say, probably it's probably once every four days, is it five days as opposed to um, once every three days. But the load they've done 
leading up to the World Cup, then only having a week, then going to a hot country, all that pressure, all that intensity, the emotion of going out. Mm. We don't know what that's taken out of them. We know later in the season, as people like Cyber Unders have said, oh, it's going to it's going to ruin players. Yeah. But we don't know. And, pe- and, and Pep's one of these people. He's very particular about it. He might say, "I'm willing to sacrifice this week." On the basis that I need to win the league and the Champions League, mm. if I if I gamble one or two things this week against Leeds and so on, and don't get that bit right, it could cost me a league and a Champions League by you know some De Bruyne having too much work and snapping his ankle or yeah. tearing his hamstring. Yeah, so yeah. I think I think there's probably an even balance in that they've got lucky with players going out early enough. But I also think Pep's not soft, and I don't think he would jeopardise the rest of the season. Yeah. So it's there's probably a, a sort of real balance in act here. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I, I, I yeah. It, it, the approach is going to be interesting. Is that it, it, does any team go for it from the start, or does everyone keep everything in reserve? And we've seen quite a lot, but against Man City in particular, in these type of games almost tries to win it off the bench, mm. tries to win it late, late doors, mm. and that might be a, a similar approach again here. Because you're right, it's dead right. The load's not important now because again, everyone has played less football because of this. But the, but there's never been more football left to play. Yeah, yeah. So as much as it feel, it'll be okay, and I, I think we'll probably find in the coming weeks, even going to January and maybe even to February, people go, "Well, what, the World Cup was meant to have a real bad impact," and then they'll take their eyes off the ball, and then by the time we get to April, when they're dropping like flies, that'll yeah, be yeah. the point. And it's whether any manager kind of has got the the strength of character to kind of go. I'm not going to put my foot to the floor here. Yeah. It is more about for Liverpool. This is almost like, do we treat this as our third pre-season game? Because we certainly didn't do that with the Community Shield. And we might have found we started the season a little better if we had ramped things up a little bit more carefully. But yeah. we'll have to see. Uh, right, we're going to be doing Liverpool Injury News. We're going to be doing uh, the big decisions facing the manager, uh, other fixtures and uh, any comments that you guys have sent in in part two. Uh, trivia question before we go. Um, Results uh, and scorers, please, from the last time we played Man City away at the Etihad in the League Cup. Answer after this. Are you a fan of the content we produce here in podcast form? Do you love Red Men goodness in your ears on a regular occasion? Do you want to know more on and off the field info about Liverpool Football Club? Get closer to the culture of the city and the club. Well, you can do. Red Men Plus podcasts are now available to subscribe to on Spotify. Yes, we are taking the podcast section from Red Men Plus and making it available as a standalone subscription here on Spotify so you don't need to jump over you can continue to listen to all of our content in the Spotify app it is available for £5 and you get full access to all of those shows each and every week and a whole host of extra content as well Hey, welcome back. Yes, don't forget to check out our brand new series of uh, documentaries streaming on Redman Plus uh, with Milo Pildaby. Really, really good stuff. Just fascinating, fascinating to hear. You know, the, I often find that the the big name players, I mean, no one really does this kind of stuff anyway, but also when you then to get into it, a debut for Liverpool, a debut for Liverpool, and the feelings of it, and being able to pull on that red shirt and run out for the Reds, it's just it's all it's always been all of our dreams, mm. and the idea that 
Yeah, because we sometimes we're like, well, you know, we we, we got, he was a big star, so they're yeah. the, the big stars, the big stars, and we only played thirty times for Liverpool. So they played thirty times for <laughs> Liverpool. Mad, you know what I mean? Yeah. Got thirty times more than any of us done, and 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 how many things we were cut out of our life for a sniff of being able to come on the come on come on the pitch for that. So yeah, really, really, really good stuff. Um, and I also just want to draw everyone's attention to. I think we can get it up on the the screen, Adam. Um, but we've also got uh, some Costa Shimikas content as well. Um. Chris went down to Hotel Anfield for the launch of Costas's new uh, clothing gear line uh, and had a good old chat with him as well. And there was a Q&A there. There's also some other boss stuff. There is Q&A with uh, Costas Simicast and John Aldridge uh, and also obviously this show. Uh, we did a podcast extra with Saskia Jade and John Charles, which is, I genuinely don't have the words um, to describe what went on in that podcast, but it is the, the greatest podcast in... T- 12 and a half years of making Red Men the podcast extra okay have to listen to that wild absolutely <laughs> wild uh, yeah head to redmenplus.com uh, and sign up and get yourself some extra Red Men content um, and just yeah some eye opening ear opening stuff. I'll just say that, I mean there was a, there was a, there was an ASMR section of that which is beyond anything that Chris has been able to deliver before <laughs> um, and more wow um, we had some comments as well before we get to the the answer Sam Thomas said uh, Sam always makes great points and then said Sam Walker lol didn't mean to sound narcissistic yeah. <laughs> didn't mean to yeah, just shouting yourself out in the comments well done, yeah. Sam, well done Sam Thomas for that thanks very much yeah um, right uh, the trivia question was what was the score and scorer slash scorers the last time Liverpool played Man City at the Etihad in the League Cup. Sam, you've got, you know, the game. I th- yeah, was I right? 2012. 2012. The semi-final of the League Cup. League Cup semi-final. We won. We won. 2-1. <sighs> Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Was I right? 1-0? 1-0. 1-0. Oh, let's have a guess on the goal scorer then. Go on. Um, you said Bellamy. No, it wasn't Bellamy because he scored in the second leg. I want to say Maxi. Steven Gerrard oh, Steven should have just said Gerrard, Gerrard. Oh, he's a guess innit 
13th minute penalty. Ah, right. Ah. Bonus points for naming Liverpool's starting 11. Gerard. Gerard. It would have been Rayner. Pepe Rayner in goal. Glenn Johnson. Glenn Johnson. Jose Enrique. Nope. Flanagan. Uh, no. It's a batch of surprise. And I, 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 the left back. Stuart Downing. No, you'll never get the left back in a million years unless... Unless, he, unless Glenn Johnson he's played left Lelio. back potentially Martin Kelly Martin Kelly Martin yeah Kelly. no Kelly right, right, right. Been, yeah. Skirtle Skirtle Aga Aga yeah. midfield Gerrard uh, still at the club yeah oh, so, oh Jordan club. yeah Jordan. Henderson of course yeah um, then I would say Suarez wasn't there yet was he there Cout no Didn't on the bench uh, Bellamy Bellamy yeah was up front with big man little man Carroll Andy Carroll 4-4-2 so well yeah Jordan, I, I guess Jordan Henderson plays right of a four right. another this. midfielder yeah. missing yeah Scouser centre with Spearing Jay Spearing Jay Spearing yeah because he started the final didn't he yeah, yeah. left side I thought you did you say down then? oh you said yeah yeah, said down, yeah. yeah. yeah Stuart down and well done and for, for, for completeness sake Alex Doney Jose Enrique <laughs> Sebastian Coates Jamie Carragher Charlie Adam John Joe Shelby and Dick Kite on the bench hey, shout out to Coates starting for Uruguay in the World Cup though fair play too for anyone who just wants to know it it's just quite interesting <laughs> Man City's lineup that day Joe Hart in goal yeah. uh, a back four of Micah Richards Stefan Savage Jolien Lescott Gail Clichy um, Adam Johnson played on yeah. the left for them. <laughs> yeah, uh, Gareth Barry, Nigel De Jong, and James Milner. Milner, yeah. yeah. Uh, Mario Balotelli and Sergio Aguero. That's a good team, that isn't it for the time, especially. We yeah. done well there. Yeah, the, <laughs> yeah, very much that crossover Steel, from like right? the early. Day. This was the yeah the beginning of that side being being yeah. boss. Um, brilliant. Great Hendo Milner though, isn't it? Obviously playing against you, but Hendo being at the club then and now it's class, isn't it? Yeah. Not yeah. going to get that very often. Yeah. Um, just got a, t- a comment in here from Red Patriots. says, past five meetings, Man City, Liverpool, LFC, three wins, Man City, North wins, two draws. Uh-huh. Good shout. Good shout indeed. Um, if you got that right, you're brilliant. Give yourself a huge pat <laughs> on the back. Um, let's talk Liverpool. So we know this, Sam, no Diaz, mm-hmm. no Jota. Uh, no Canate, he'll be allowed some time off after the World Cup. Fair. Trent, uh, Allison, Fabinho, Henderson have all trained. Virgil, I believe, is just back in training today, so he won't be. He's almost certainly not going to be involved in this one. Um, we're only, you know, no one knows. Also, no one knows what the hell's going on with Curtis Jones because injury room has got us as only three players out, and that's Diaz, Jota, Artur, but. Curtis Jones would surely go into that, but this is the way, this is the dif- difficult position that we're in. Really, we've only got we're, we're really only two proper fair, proper nailed on first teamers out there in Jota yeah. and Diaz, but it makes such a big impact on our thinking and how we mm-hmm. play and how we manage the squads because it's now Nunes, Firmino, and Salah uh-huh. are your senior attacking options, and that's that's it. Well, just like we said with City, Nunes is a is a is a group stage victim, so I don't really think there's a reason why, and we saw him play. In that game against uh, AC Milan, didn't we? And did well. So I think there's no reason why he won't play a significant part, whether that's second half, first half, first 60, last 30, whatever that may be. Mm-hmm. Um, Trent and Fabinho from that list for me are primed to come in and, and, and play or, or at least get minutes. Again, we don't know the fallout of what it's been like over in Qatar, the training facilities, the battering on the body. We don't know, do we? But I think the other three, 
who was it? Henderson, Van Dijk, and Allison. There's just no point. It's not that. It's a big game, but it's not that big a game in terms of no one will remember. If we don't win the League Cup, no one will remember why we went out and how we went out, etc. So, in the grand scheme of things, there's just no point in them three even being in the squad. I'd, rather, I'd just rather keep them at home and then everyone else who's fit get in there and, and try and get them. The thing that we've got is, and this is the balancing act again of like, y- y- people need to get sharp. You know that they need yeah. to get they need to get fit they need to get back together and you're right there's a couple of considerations there where we do have to be careful with certain players but it's whether we're treating this as a as a as that third friendly game or are we treating it as this is it now game on the football's back mm. because I just thought about it already we turned the corner before we went away yeah. but psychologically I don't think any of us genuinely really feels like that because let's be honest you you know okay I've managed not to look at the league table too much over December because there's been no need to but it doesn't make pretty reading mm-hmm. you know there's still a lot of work for Liverpool to do mm-hmm. and you know it goes back to that spirit of positivity and stuff you I don't know what how important to, we've we've just lost too many games of football this season yeah, already yeah, yeah. Dan you yeah. know to, to go to go away and have a positive training camp and everyone's feeling good and everyone's coming back and then to come back to with defeat that then you've got to reboot yourself again for Boxing Day yeah it's a really difficult sell as well isn't it if you're Klopp and if you're sort of coaching staff because you come back into this game and if you do end up on the wrong side of it you've then got to almost go again all that positivity all that messaging you've been delivering over the past few weeks about this we can come back and attack this next part of the season that's difficult to do if you've lost the game and not only lost the game but you lost the game to a team that has been your most fierce and closest rivals over the past few years it feels like another kick in the teeth in a season that's already had loads of them so it's hard the team selection is really difficult for this one I kind of alluded to it before it'd be nice if, if sort of Guardiola and Klopp could get together and have a gentleman's agreement and say, well, we'll name this type of team if you name that. Yeah. So, yeah. Palmer, Frauendorf. And it's like, it always reminds me, I remember we played Leicester last year in the League Cup and obviously Minamino scores a late goal. To, but they, Rod, Rod just named a really strong team in the first half and we didn't. Yeah. It was like no one had quite read the room or, we'd, or they'd said, oh, we'll go weak and then he didn't. It was like, you know what I mean? It, if, we we, that. if we're continuing this as a friendly type thing, mm. then what we'll do is we'll go strong for 60 and then bring the kids yeah. on because that's how we've played the pre-season yeah. games or 70 or 75 yeah, or whatever yeah, maybe yeah. incrementally go up yeah. if we're trying to win it you know we're trying to be be a bit more serious I wonder if it's almost we do hold the lads back so you keep a Nunes back and you keep a couple of like a couple of better you know, maybe you start. You know, don't know, don't know if you start Milner at right back, or you do. Yeah. You know, start Costas, but whatever. Yeah. And then you really throw the kitchen sink at it for half an hour, and that's. I could, I could, I could honestly spin a story out one way or the other. I think that'd be the way he goes because that's how that Leicester game sort of panned out in the end because he had the strength and depth on the yeah. bench to say, okay, you've done that, then we'll go. Because we always forget that he does this a lot. You know, yeah, when we go yeah. back to famously his first season against Stoke, where he keeps Coutinho and Firmino on the yeah, bench, yeah. he starts with Burn and Trent, mm-hmm. and because. A lot of this is the sports science of it. We think it's like, oh, is he is he is he trying to pull it out the fire? It's not. In not playing lads for forty five minutes, he's getting forty five minutes more of them somewhere else. Yeah, down yeah, the line. Absolutely, yeah. And like I said, that's how it'd be really interesting to see how this one pans out. I I tend to edge on that. I think he'll go not a week, but he'll go for his league cup side. He'll go for what is predominantly his league cup side. And all of a sudden, if at half time he needs to do something about it, or he wants to, or even if the game sort of level, nil-nil, whatever. He wants to get minutes, like Sam said, about the sharpness. He'll want to get minutes into legs somewhere on the line. There's no way we're not going to see some of our key players in this game of football because they need to play competitive football before we've got three Premier League games straight after. So I think at some point we'll see all of our 
key members get a run out it's just when he decides to play them cards yeah, yeah. Do, you, do you know what though as well there's another fact that we haven't really talked about is that at the beginning of the season the managers will talk to certain players and say that's your competition regardless yeah. and they will have known this was coming and it could have been anyone they were playing so the likes of you know I mentioned Cole Palmer the likes of Kelleher and Simicast, Simicast was, yeah. <coughs> Gomez for them other players similar Akanji if he's available they will be have been told you are definitely going to play in these games and then use in the league where possible and I don't think either man you will break that promise more so maybe, yeah. maybe Pep might but I think Klopp Klopp is much more loyal to his team in all too many respects yeah, Absolutely. but yeah. I think the likes of Oxley chamberlain will play because not just because he's been fitting up because this is a competition that he will have been told that's you and then you can build the platform from there Yeah. the thing is between us and City you've just mentioned the league we're in exactly the same position as they are but we've just got slightly different targets they're trying to win the league we're trying to get in the top four and we're effectively similar distances between the two mm. so we're both in exactly the same boat there in terms of how much managers are looking at it going Oof. the next game is more important than, yeah. the, than the game right in front of us yeah. and just trying to find some sort of pre- priors that will give us a, a clue to this but it's it's so unprecedented mm. because for every you know Aston Villa where you play a, a literal team and coached by the, the you know the, the, the Rezies and the, the academy managers and all that kind of stuff you've then got like Arsenal in the League Cup semi-final last season and he goes strong for that mm. prefaced by the fact that Salah and Mane are still at the AFCON so Kay Gordon starts in the front three for us in that yeah, game yeah. obviously he's still only, he's only just been given his rehab but it makes you wonder for someone like Ben Doak of like and I almost someone like him for me is typifies what is going to give you an idea of how we're approaching this Ben Doak I think will play in this game he'll he'll be on the field at some yeah, point in this game yeah, I think if we're trying to win it in that over the full 95 minutes or whatever of football, mm-hmm. I think Ben Doak starts this game and you keep one of Nunes or Salah back. Yeah. Nunes probably because you don't tell Mo Salah yeah. that he's not playing games of football, yeah. perhaps. But, you know, and maybe you put Salah, or maybe, you know what I mean? Or you do some, some jiggery pokery, maybe it's for me or whatever. Yeah. It's just, it's a bit point. Because now that I've said that, I've no idea where that they would play if, if they did yeah. that thing. But, or do you? Or do you say we'll go? We'll go. We'll, we'll go and win this in sixty. We'll have a strong sixty, and then this is yeah. when Frauendorf and when Doke and when some of the other yeah. the other lads come in. It's so problematic this one because I think it all comes down to again that the new the Diaz and the um, Jota injuries because you don't have the options afforded to us that you'd likely you could go with if those two lads hadn't played much football recently in recent weeks for whatever reason you could almost throw them into this or go get some minutes but we haven't got that luxury so Doke is almost like the next in line now it's yeah. ridiculous idea we've got a 16 year old kid as our sort of fourth choice attacker yeah. which is you know credit to him he's, he's been absolutely outstanding when he has been called upon one thing we do know if he does start this game is he won't fear it he shows absolutely no fear he just wants to take on the entire world of football it seems every time he plays so credit to him for that and I think if he does start the game it will be a statement from Klopp in terms of how he's approaching it I think you're probably right I think he will be going I know this is Man City and I know it's really important but that, that and that are more important even though we'll still have options on the bench to come yeah. and try and win it he'll want to win the game I'm not, I'm not disputing that but if Doak starts against Man City who could well be pretty much full strength that's a serious sign of this isn't our sort of most important asset here mm. well yeah yeah. again that's, it depends who, who, what, what the subs look like and what the game state's like mm. because the thing, of the, the thing about the 
you, you have you, you hold on for try you hold on for sixty minutes. You try and be as so. Look, you, you could win the game. You could score a goal in that time, absolutely. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it, you know, we saw this in the charity shield a couple of years ago when we when we take it to penalties with them, and we just we just threw the kitchen sink at it yeah. for the for toward the end of that game. Charity shield was similar. Nunes comes on like and he's just explosive, yeah. and I do wonder whether. This is the front three. We have to be careful with them. Yeah. You know, I can't. We probably should go into the transfer market, but I can't see, given how much money needs to be spent on the midfield in the coming windows. It, I mean, they, again, they should just go and pick someone up. But to get to, to expect we're going to bring someone in at the level of Diaz and Jota, a, what I'm saying is a 15 to 20 goal yeah. forwards mm. like that is a, perhaps a stretch. So we're going to have to rotate those guys. So. Is this the first instance where you do start saying, and then look, Nunes will be firing for it, Bobby, Salah will be desperate for this, but these lads are are basically going to have to play every game for us until March, mid to late February. You see, I'm the opposite now. I was with you in November, October. Oh, yeah, we'll probably do something, but I actually look at the squad now and think, if you think we've got nine midfielders now, that's not including Carvalho at the club. Six of them are going to be available on Thursday. Then Cater, Ox, Milner, Fabinho, Thiago, and Elliot. I think they're all going to play a part on Thursday. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. a lot. That's before you even get into Bacetic, by the way, yeah. who might also play a part and should. And then you've got Artemelo, who's meant to be back for boxing. They were told Leicester yeah. at the latest. Jones will be around somewhere. He's running. He's not badly injured. And then you've got Henderson, who's just going to get rested. <laughs> I honestly think we will. We will do something in the forward line in January, which means we might see more of an attacking sort of U3 go yeah. we're going to do because if you th- just just, just to di- without yeah. digressing too far I think there's more options out there for your front three than there are in the middle three that, that for us Okay. so I think there's more likely we go and get the kid who came on who nearly won it for France than yeah. we get Bellingham because yes. we're not going to mess about in midfield it's going to be all or nothing yeah. so there's, there's a chance we go and get some kid from Germany who's an international player play, played in the World Cup for France or for mm. you know Germany or yeah. whatever than we do a midfielder. Do, do you <coughs> think it was actually Steve wrote this agenda, but yeah, it poses the interesting question because I said dope, but actually we're overlooking a couple of players here because if if who goes up front if we do rest one of Bobby Nunez or Salah, yeah. and I think the issue is is that Bobby Bobby's only playing in the middle there. Yeah, you know uh, Salah can obviously play right or centre. Nunez can play left or centre. Yeah, Bobby makes it slightly tricky because if you move Salah to centre, then you're taking Bobby out the team. Mm. Effectively, so yeah. you're actually, you know, you've you've got you've you've got to re you've got to rejig things a little bit more, and then you're left with, like, when he comes on, he's only coming on in one one position for us. By the way, notwithstanding a, a change of formation, we've seen Carvalho used from the left in, in yeah. the mid-season games. We've seen Ox used from the left as well, mm. and that's the other alternative. There is you keep Nunes back for this for the start of this again, mm-hmm. and you throw one of Ox or Carvalho yeah. on the left. It, the both possibilities, of course, yeah. I'm not enamoured by either of them. I don't like Carvalho that much from the left. I like him as a footballer. And yeah. In fact, honestly, more broadly speaking, I'm not entirely sure what his best position is. Yes. Yeah, which in many ways is sort of a credit to him because he sort of fills in lots of different roles. At some point, you might have to hone down and say, "This is where I play." Um, Curtis Jones, similarly, actually, yeah. to be honest with you. But with the Ox from the left, yeah, it's an option, and it's an option we may well see in a League Cup game where we're kind of short on on what we could do. Um, but I think moving forwards, I don't really want to see either of them from the left, to be honest. Yeah, in fact, it's Cyber and this did a great. Um, 
post on Twitter this week, and I've, I've covered it in a couple of different places. Of one of the few players who's actually played more minutes this season at this point of the season is actually Darwin Nunes. It's like mm. two hundred and something odd minutes yeah. more than this time last year for for Benfica. That's interesting because he was suspended and he had a couple of games out for injury. Yeah. So he, he, but like you know, we de- we definitely need to be careful with these guys. Carvalho is just such an expert. I think he's a brilliant player. I think he's yeah, a huge right. tied to high ceiling. But you're right. He he feels to me like a proper Man City buy. Is yeah. that right now? I can't see quite how he fits into us, but I could also equally foresee a world where he can play left, right, centre, and one of the attacking midfield slots. Bernardo Silva, yeah, exactly, exactly. The game when he came on against City showed the quality of footballer that he is. Because the games against City are not, you know, bullying, you know, sort of really. Physical, that's the way they're looking for physical games. They are in terms of running, but you know, it's not brute force in the midfield, is mm-hmm. it? It's all about technique and passing yeah. and moving and staying with your man, etc. And I think that that kind of epitomizes his game. Yeah. And I was really impressed with him when he came on at Anfield. He was sharp. Mm-hmm. So I could actually see this game being the type of game and the type of football that suits his style, which is, you know, he's in my predicted 11 actually from the left, just to sort of bring that up. So I can see that working for this game. It's a totally different game in a physical game of football. For for a footballing game, I can mm. see why he would he would play. So okay, well we'll, we'll do our elevens in a moment. Uh, we have got a, an incredible series of competitions um, that we've been running all throughout December. We're into the final few days, but there are still a couple of absolutely incredible prizes. We're going to be doing three prize draws from the last three days in a moment. But uh, last chance saloon, we're entering into it. We have still got one more mega prize still to give away. Uh, here's the details on that. Hey everyone, Merry Christmas. Ooh, Christmas time is getting very close indeed and we have still got some amazing prizes to give away in our Redmen Plus Advent Calendar Liverpool giveaway. We've already given away an auto pen side Mohamed Salah shirt. We have given away an actual signed shirt, uh, Liverpool Retro signed by Ronnie Wheeler and Bruce Grobler. We've given away bits signed by Michael Owen and Phil Neal. We've still got signed books left to give away and of course this. This is the big one. This is what we've all been waiting for on Christmas we are going to be giving away a 2001 Liverpool away shirt signed by Jamie Carragher and by Phil Thompson two of the most celebrated decorated most beloved scousers on the planet ever to play for the Mighty Reds and it's on a 2001 Cardiff away shirt for you know not Cardiff but Liverpool playing in Cardiff for the FA Cup final Uh, yeah get your name in the draw for one more week of Redmen Christmas giveaways go to redmenplus.com sign up as a club legend tier subscriber not only will you get access to our incredible range of content which of course means the footy's back this week we've got you covered with pre and post game content on there in video and in podcast but also uh, we've got loads of documentaries my Liverpool debut is streaming in full available for you a documentary series focused on Liverpool legends including Phil Thompson and Jamie Carragher find out about how they made their Liverpool debuts in our new documentary series. And yeah, if you want to be a Club Legend subscriber, you can either join straight away or upgrade from club captain over redmenplus.com and get your name in the hat for this little beauty and a bunch of other stuff as well. Yes, hope to see you over there. Merry Christmas. Yes, absolutely brilliant stuff. Uh, and yeah, that 
Phil Thompson, Jamie Carragher's signed shirt is still to be drawn. Uh, Steve will be drawing that, I think, on Boxing Day. Uh, so you've got the last few days to get yourself signed up as a club legend. And also, just worth pointing out, if you join Club Legend on a yearly, uh, you'll automatically be sent two discount codes. That's just right, right? That is right. Yeah. I'll be sending you them personally. Yes. As well, yeah. Dan will be personally sending you two codes to get two free pieces of merchandise from redmanmerch.com as well. So not only do you get boss content, you get access to the Discord, you get all great stuff, but you also get free clobber as well so sit off over Christmas with your you know your boss videos and podcasts and then after Christmas get some boss t-shirts sent to you as well um, right let's draw because uh, we've got three to do the first prize is Addicted to yeah, Football yeah. so first prize is this it's Addicted to Football John Newby former Liverpool uh, Academy player um, and yeah from, from professional footballer to heart surgery patient signed by the man himself uh, let's go to the wheel of names then we're going to tap to spin Ooh, come on guys give us, a, give us a yeah that's it Ooh, <laughs> absolutely ages <laughs> surprises me still to this day hey. Nabs 99 oh, well nice. done you are the winner of the signed copy of Addicted to Football brilliant right let's move things on quickly the next one is a framed Mo Salah print by the incredible artist Abigail Rudkin Uh, that is available for you guys Um, let's spin that wheel again Hello is the winner of that I one. Congratulations. Mate. Absolutely brilliant. And the final prize today uh, is a Virgil van Dyke print, which is absolutely amazing, and it was expertly put together. Uh, Yoni was our artist of the week on the podcast this week, but obviously he's part of a collective uh, of untitled artwork, so it's a collaborative piece between those three incredibly talented guys. Um, and that is the final prize for today, so let's spin the wheel one more time, take a deep breath, prepare your forearms. <laughs> Ooh. It's Chesney! <laughs> Chesney! Well done. Congratulations. Um, yeah, there you go. Uh, we will be in touch to get your prizes sent to you guys uh, ASAP. But yes, it is Wednesday the 21st, which means we've got three more days worth of prizes. Four more days. Four more. Jesus Christ, Paul. Do you do on Christmas Day as well? Yeah, which is the Boxing Day one. Then. Yeah. Right, yeah, yeah, fair yeah, enough. Yeah. So, yeah, still plenty of prizes up for grabs as well as all the extra bonus perks that you get becoming a club legend, so you yeah, get involved with that. Right, let's do our 11s. Um, <clears throat> Kelleher's going to start. Yeah. Who's your back four, first and foremost, Sam? Milner. He's been playing right back. I just think he'll he'll, he'll start. Yeah. Um, Gomez, Matip, Simic- uh, Robertson. Yes, any disagreement on that? I would go Simicast at left back. Okay. Outside of that, no, that would be the same. Mm. Why? Yeah. Um, I just, but this is the League Cup. Um, <laughs> it's a good this point. Is the League it's a good Cup. Point. Um, and I think to, to Sam's point earlier, actually, about sort of this is your competition. I think yeah. if this is a game <laughs> or not a game, rather, where you're not going to give him minutes, I don't see where he gets loads of minutes. Like, he obviously had that spell early on when Robertson was injured. I've said it many times. He never really sort of kicked on and went, no, Robbo, you're not coming back. Mm. I think he has to start these sort of games of football. Yeah, I, look, James Milner as well on the other side is an interesting shout. I, I'm. I, not saddened or upset or anything too dramatic about it. I was hoping to see more of Calvin Ramsey oh, yeah, in, the mid, Ramsey. in the, in the mid yeah. games. Um, he, look, he looks he looks good. I can see, I'm starting to get. 
a greater sense of what he is as a footballer. But you're right, I think you can almost tell to a degree the nailed on sets for this game mm. because of, of who's played the in the starting eleven, who's played the yeah. most minutes in the mid season game so far. Yeah. And that's why I think Mill I agree on the Milner thing. I think it would be a bit weird if he didn't you remember he might play in midfield of course, but yeah. he had a really good game there in the in the league as well against Man City. Yeah. So you know what you're gonna get from him. He's fit, he's prime. I can't see Phil Foden down on the left wing. No. And without without Henderson in midfield yeah, I know. What are you doing? I just, he, I just, I just can't see him starting. He might come on. I yeah. just think yeah. he played a lot of football for England. It's not that big a game. I just yeah. think it'd be stupid to you know, pull an hamstring running. You know, different, yeah. different atmosphere, different weather. Not oh, enough yeah, training. Just, oh, yeah, just play Jack Grealish. Oh yeah, he's yeah. crap though, isn't he? Oh Sam, come on, come on! I was, I was offering <laughs> you like you uh, no. Listen, uh, he could score actually against us today, and he's still been shy for this. Sorry, bench a lot for someone who cost made, a million pounds. Exactly. Yeah. So um, I call yeah. him isn't scoring goals or getting assists. Yeah. Apparently, yeah, yeah, yeah it's well, looking good and bouncing. Oh, yeah, that's Miggy Almond on. Um, yeah, I, I think reverse Almond on. Yeah, reverse Almond on. I think Milner as well because of it, what he offers is so such a cliche. I don't even want to say it. His experience. So Henderson's not going to play, obviously. Yeah, he's been around. Milner offers that, and also we've actually got a few midfield options now. We're probably more likely to start in there ahead of him. So yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I think that I think that's I think that's the case. Okay, the midfield three. To your point, Sam, we've got. <laughs> Options of footballers who can play in this game. Yeah, I said we had six available in and Bacetic, and because I've said Milner's a right back, I'm actually going to. I think Bacetic will start number six. I think it's a game for him. I think Naby Keita will start, and I think Thiago will play, but I don't think he'll play the full ninety. Okay, with with he's fit, isn't he? He's ready. Yeah. Uh, use him when you've got him. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> possibility. Yeah, I, I tend to agree with that midfield for me. The only alternative I'd probably offer is not Bajetic. I'd go Thiago in the six, which I'm not in love with. But you'd go for look, not not you'd go for like that fluid midfield for me. Yeah, of him, Cater, and Elliot perhaps. Yeah, as more of like a more of a flat three than anyone sits in the six. But normally Thiago's in the centre and he's the one who does drop back. Not going to be Fabinho. Probably not been back in time. Probably not been back for long enough. Yeah. Although he hardly kicked the ball in anger at the World Cup. So if he's anywhere near, then he'd be in. But it's a big game for Bajetic and I'm not sort of disputing whether he's got what it takes to step up to it but it is a huge call and if, yeah. if all of a sudden we do foam in and City are at full tilt and they are at full strength and we go a few behind what's that do for him? Like is it is it positive for his career? Listen it may well be and he might learn from it and he might do really well in it but it's a gamble that Five subs and it being the League Cup I think helps Bajetic's case here yeah. because yeah, you mentioned it before, Leicester. You know, the we we go with Cometio started well, exactly. After, yeah. Yeah. Billy Cometio being the, the the one of the prime yeah. examples. The young right back played as well, didn't he? Yeah, McLaughlin is it? No, was it Mbappe? No, the young the young right back played. Brilliant. Definitely wasn't McLaughlin. There's people screaming at this. Yeah, what's his phones. name? Oh. yeah, he's on. He's at Bolton at the moment. The Connor Bradley. Bradley, Bradley. that's Bradley. it. Yeah, where did McLaughlin come? He was a left back. He was a left back. Yeah, where did McLaughlin? Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and Nico Williams started at a fair the fourth. Right mid, yeah. Right mid, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, God, um, yeah. Wow. But so what you could do that, you know, I think if Bajetic is going to do that, it depends on Henderson and Fabinho. Mm. Yeah, and if either of those are in contention, you they probably finish the game out. I'd be, be a bit mad to see Bajetic play ninety minutes against Man City away. Mm. Hey, look, if he does, that is amazing. Because yeah. like he, 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 that's given something to Liverpool like beyond far beyond his years. If yeah, we're capable yeah. of giving Fabinho and Jordan Henderson a day off at the Etihad, even albeit in a League Cup first game back after the World Cup, and I, I, I'm, I hope he he can 
outperform because we're going to need him unless we buy someone else in midfield in January we need another lad who can do that job he looks like the love child of Xabi Alonso and Thiago Alcantara <laughs> playing in that six for me and it's very early doors but like the way he finds space with his first touch, he frees himself up constantly. He wants to move the ball quickly. He wants to move it through the lines. Mm-hmm. He's a, he's a, he is a very special young player, and I really hope he gets that chance. But, but I agree. I think he's played there in both the the, the mid season games. He's been in the starting team, which has yeah. been the strongest team. Yeah. I think this he's been primed for this game. But I, the the other side stuff's fascinating because Cater, that that he's not been used anything more than very sparingly. Mm-hmm. I wonder whether he, he his job now and for the rest of the season is to just go back to being what he was last year and that is the guy that gets Thiago some time off yeah. the pitch. Yeah. So maybe you, you start Thiago and Naby is your 30 minutes for him because I think Harvey Elliott will probably just start and then there's yeah, maybe Harvey, sense, yeah. Harvey and Hendo can be a bit of rotation yeah. for it's it. It's a good sub to make as well, isn't it? to have him to come on, bit of bit of excitement in the midfield. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, front three? I think it'll be Salah. I think he'll play. Yeah. See, Nunes only played about 180 minutes altogether in the World Cup. Didn't he come off in three of the games? Yeah, and then he got 20 the other day for us. Yeah, it? it's kind of ready for him to start. It's only a 90-minute game. I think Carvalho plays left. I, I do think he'll start. He's ready for it. I think Salah plays right. And I, I think both Firmino and Nunes will start. I'm going to go Bobby with Nunes coming on for him. I agree with what you said before. Okay. I'm going to go the front three. I want to go the most powerful fun feed that we have, which would be Sal and Nunez and Firmino. Um, not in that order, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think it'd be the fun for me. And I, I just think it'd be that balancing act. Like what we spoke about in terms of the rotation and swapping out players and doing your smart subs, I think that would be the case. I don't think it'd be the case with the firepower. I think you will go for the firepower. So you go and start together because you three, whatever happens in January, and I agree, we all put we do need a forward and we might go and get one. But for the next couple of weeks, it's you three. So yeah. you three are going to start now. You're going to build up your, your chemistry. You're going to make it happen against Man City. And then if we're in, if we're in command of the game, we'll take you off. If not, you might have to do eighty minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I for me, I would be going. I'd keep Nunes back for this because again, yeah, he, he should be sharp. He should be fit. He should be absolutely fine. But I want that combination of no need to rush him, no need to throw him in, you know. And also, Carvalho needs to play some football for us. And I think at the moment, as much as like it, ideally going by someone in in, in January. There's so many priors that say we won't. They say we will just trust Carvalho, Ox, and Elliot and Doak as the understudies to those to those three. <laughs> look, I know. Look, I don't. I agree with Paul. I, there's I, a lot. Of I, I'm not. I am not sitting here saying that's what I would do, and yeah, I yeah. hope Liverpool would do. But I'm just saying. Let's be honest. That's more like the most yeah, likely thing that will that will happen. Um, like we knew, <laughs> we knew Afcon was going to take Salah and Mane away from us last January. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And true. also leave them absolutely on their ass. And okay, yeah, we bought that was him, but it was though. right at the. That was yeah, exactly. That was an no. opportunistic yeah. sign, and yeah, right yeah. at the end of the window. Um, we, and again, we we bought Carvalho. We tried to buy Carvalho then as well, and mm. we bought him. They want him. They want to use him. They want to get him minutes. Yeah, I, I would start Carvalho. I would start Carvalho, Firmino, Salah, and then you've got Nunes, and you can choose what you want to do. With Where you want to put them on. Because yeah. yeah, yeah. then if you wanted to, you could take Firmino and Carvalho off and put Ox and Nunes on, and then all of a sudden you've got tons of pace. And you've got Doak as well. Yeah, or, and or Doak, add him, yeah. into, the, add him into the mix. Um, 
yeah let us know your 11s in the comments um what would you be going for in this one um yeah I've, it's nice to, it's nice to kind of do this and not really not really know yeah. you know what i mean that's have a bit of a fresh fresh impetus on all this on all this stuff um let's have a look at the other um EFL Cup games uh, in the, we are in the round of 16 uh, it is Wolves um, some of them have played yeah, last Wolves, night, yeah. Wolves beat Gillingham uh, Southampton beat Lincoln Newcastle beat Bournemouth Leicester beat MK Dons and then uh, today uh, and t- tomorrow there is Charlton Brighton Blackburn Forest Man United Burnley and then we're, uh, we're tomorrow on that um, United United, well, look, United, they're the only. Well, New, sorry, Newcastle and United, because I keep forgetting to consider Newcastle yeah. for this stuff. Maybe Leicester. But I'm saying, look at United's game tonight. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. Loads of players shouldn't be there. Vinny Company, company, yeah. Burnley are top of the league. They've had games already, competitive games. That's going to yeah. be a tough game for them. It's only only 90 minutes as well. well mm. what, I, what I'm looking at here is. I just think the winner of this game between us and City wins the the, yeah. the League Cup because you look at as long as you don't get Newcastle or United away quarters, that's the one thing you don't want. Especially Newcastle. Well, either of them. No, but yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. But Newcastle just seems to be on this crest of a wave in a minute. Don't Momentum. They, they need silverware as well. Let's it's be honest. frightening how what the teams that are left in there because you're dead right I mean like I said Newcastle Newcastle are already already yeah. through yeah. Leicester are already through yeah. if Man United even if Man United get through I'm, I'm, yeah you, but you don't want to go there if you no, have a choice no, no, yeah, no, 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 no of course two not. legs yeah right, we'll have that but yeah. Yeah. but that's the thing that's, but that's my point it's like it's only the it's only the, the with the quarterfinals next mm. you know that's that's still an, an entire another round for a load of teams to go out and there's not that many brilliant teams left in that you know you'd have to get very the draw would have to be very lucky to get to a semi-final situation where it's Newcastle Man United City or Liverpool and say Leicester yeah. left yeah, in that right, competition because yeah, yeah. um, there's a it's Highly possible that you know United could draw Newcastle. One of us could draw either of them in the next yeah. round. Really, really interesting stuff. You and you, of course, the point it open, it opens up in a big way. Um, yeah, good stuff. Um, yeah, guys, thank you very much. I want to get your score predictions because we're back and we have to start putting ourselves <laughs> under the bus very early doors on this. Sam, what do you think the score is going to be? Two-two win on pens. I'll go two-one Liverpool. I do like the idea of us being dog shit at penalties in those mid-season games and then coming back and being but being really well practiced in penalties yeah, yeah. therefore and somehow using that to get God. us through. Um different players too. Got him out of the system of well, Nunes was oh. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, so, yeah, so there is there, there is that but yeah, we'll, we'll see what would you like it to be. I I am going so I'd, I'd like a nice win. I, the last time I went to the Etihad was the Champions League quarters yeah. and it was yeah, the most yeah. stressful game yeah, of football of my entire yeah. life um, so I would prefer <laughs> that not to be that difficult but listen it's Liverpool the back it will be and that, we've all got to strap ourselves in and prepare for another <laughs> for the grind once again but that's what it's all about um, yes one more final reminder then do go to redmenplus.com 
check out the Costa stuff. Really, really good stuff. Chris got a really good interview out of him. There is the Q&A there, so if you were there present uh, at Hotel Anfield and you had a question asked, uh, then yeah, that, that, that should be covered by that as well. Uh, also check out Free on YouTube right now. Um, we did a quick fire Q&A with him where he posed the question, very topical, uh, Messi or Salah. I mean, you don't, you can guess who he says. Um, but, um, yeah, that's, that's stuff there. Give yourself a little taste of all that stuff and then yeah, get the full the full beans. Costa Simicast hit into your life. Um, do check out my Liverpool debut. Uh, do stay tuned for more free stuff on the YouTube channel as well. Uh, and yes, guys, thank you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Thank you so much. An absolute pleasure. Uh, hopefully the Reds can get back into the swing of things with a big win at the Etihad. Uh, and yeah, other than that, yeah, have a boss week and we'll see you all very soon. Ta-da. Thanks for listening. If you want even more Bosch content and podcasts just like this, go over to redmenplus.com and sign up now.